everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, a BC Science Fair Foundation podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. This season, we're going to talk to past participants in science fairs to get their perspective on their experience and find out where their passions lie. And today, I am super excited to be joined by Jessica Zhang. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Michael. How's it going? I'm really excited to talk to you. You have been involved in science fairs almost your entire life in different capacities. Um, lots to get to, but let's start with what science fairs were like. You were involved at an early age with science fairs. Um, what was that first entry like in a science fairs for you? Absolutely. I was actually uh, forced to do a science fair project um, in biology class. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was uh, completely not by my choice. Um, our wonderful teacher, Dave Cooper-Smith, uh, you know, insisted that everyone in the class had to do one. And so this was back in 08. Uh, and I was very fortunate um, to have been able to attend the Canada Wide Science Fair that year in Ottawa. Uh, so mm -hmm. it came from, uh, you know, a place where we were very reluctant to do the project. But um because of the idea and the support we found along the way, uh, we were able to make it to nationals. This is very much like a very um, reluctant journey that you went on, not wanting to do a science fair project, then all of a sudden making it all the way to the finals. At what stage of that process did you think that you, that you could get to finals or that you were actually enjoying this process? Or did that come later? Yeah, so I think part of the reluctancy was because I always thought I wasn't good at science. So my marks mm -hmm. in English and uh, math were, you know, usually a lot better than science, even though I tried really hard. So I have to say, like, science didn't come naturally to me. But in the process of doing a project, um, the fact that, you know, we got to take initiative and pick our own project idea and uh, figure out how to do it ourselves, like, and really take ownership over um, a piece of uh, our education, I think that really inspired me and was able to, like, by the time we reached regionals, um, I was very excited and we really pushed uh, hard to be able to make it into nationals. Wow. And so how was your confidence level post getting to nationals after that? Did you feel that you, you were good at science or was, it still, was that still a journey for you? It was still a journey. I mean, in, in school, like with, when it comes to tests, uh, I definitely didn't perform as well as I did in English and math. Um, but at the same time, um, because of that experience in Ottawa in 08, uh, with the rest of my peers who went on the same team at, at the Canada Wide and also our um, amazing chaperones that we had, uh, and just being able to meet other participants who you know, are really curious and are really uh, able to um, transfer that curiosity into action uh, in mm -hmm. making a project and presenting it at uh, the national stage. Uh, that really inspired me. And so I wanted to do better and uh, I made it again <laughs> the second year. Yeah. Well, could you talk a little bit about this project that, that you undertook uh, with you and your colleagues that got to finals? So the first year uh, we did it on recycling unrecyclable plastics. <laughs> oh, so nice. I it came from an idea um, of being able to do this when we found out that there's lots of plastics out there that we actually can't recycle. Uh, and then uh, we looked up PhD papers and finally uh, found a research um, lab at UBC uh, in the Chemical and Biological Engineering Building uh, who was able to take mm -hmm. us on and support us in um, providing the materials to perform our experiments. Yeah. Now, do you remember sort of where 
you got the inspiration to uh, to do this project? Was it a you know a collective? Where like, were you thinking? Was recycling something that you had been thinking about, having conversations about? How did you uh, get to that idea that you wanted to do? What about um, recycling non recyclable plastics? Yeah, I think it was more the surprise. <laughs> um, I was thirteen at the time, and I thought like, what? I thought all plastics are recyclable, right? Like the plastic bottles we have, they must be recyclable. What do you mean that the plastics on a computer are not recyclable? And so it was that um, surprise and shock that really uh, led us to uh, dig deeper. Yeah, that's really interesting. So do you find that it, as you moved on from Science for Life and you went into university, that place of discovery, and you've mentioned, you know, curiosity of, finding ideas and discovering something you didn't know before. Has that continued in your life um, of, of thinking of science that way of when you find out something that you're not sure about or uh, surprises you that you want to know more about? Absolutely. Uh, that's why I really love science and engineering because um, being a very curious person, that's in science and engineering, you're also surrounded by very curious people. And so there's a lot of, um, you know, different questions and avenues that you can take those questions because of the environment that you are in and the opportunities you're provided with uh, in that environment. So I've been very fortunate to be part of the science and engineering community. Yeah, because you uh, eventually went on to UBC um, um, and you got uh, your degree in uh, microbiology and immunology. Um, uh, Was there anything inside of that degree that you feel that your experience from science fair helped you? Definitely. Um, all the experiments and labs along the way. Um, I, I have to say I wasn't, you know, the perfect student <laughs> in university. Um, but <laughs> just being able to tinker and build things, that's what I was really passionate about. And uh, my degree definitely uh, you know, helped train me to be able to do that very systematically um, with the scientific process. And now you've moved on and now you're, you're working in the in the field, so to speak. Um, tell us what you're up to now and, and how perhaps potentially science fairs has helped you get there. Absolutely. I'm a growth product manager at a, a B2B SaaS um, startup. So uh, it's, it's definitely um, quite different from what I did my studies in. Uh, and between my university degree and where I am now, I've experienced, uh, well, I've taken on roles in marketing, uh, in operations, and in sales. And so I really um, learned a lot of different aspects of uh, how to run a business. Uh, And I always wanted to build more and more. So um, that has led me into the product role at my current organization, where I get to work with designers and engineers to really um, bring an excellent product to market. So talk a little bit about, you know, working in those different fields. Like you started off if we go back to science fairs, thinking about recycling and microplastics, and then you go to university and you're in biology and now you're moving out and now you're working in marketing. Can you talk a little bit about that, that journey and like why you sort of like, it's not a linear path, but you kind of fall in and, and try new things. Um, what is it about that place that you find interesting? I think it's definitely the hard problems. Um, So in science, uh, we really learn, especially in life science, that uh, the more you learn, (laughs) the more you realize you don't know (laughs) and the more questions you'll have. Uh, And it's a really fun um, aspect of discovery while while frustrating at times because you really do want to know and learn more. That 
uh, has really held true in all of my previous roles that I've taken on um, because what I find to be most fascinating uh, is how to build a business and how to how to um, the the behavioral psychology of people. Right. So mm. what kind of products uh, would people use every day? What what does well-designed constitute? Um, what's their psychology as they're using a product? Um, and how can that product solve their pain points and their problems for the customer? And so going from this aspect, like personally for me, I'm, I'm an extrovert. So I wanted to, uh, you know, branch out from the lab- laboratories. Uh, and so I found myself... Um, you know, leaning more towards the business side of things and helping um, build really great products. Oh, that's really interesting. Uh, so the other thing that I want to get to and ask you about, Jessica, because I had mentioned that you had been involved in science fairs, you know, almost your entire life. So not only did you go and participate in science fairs, but you also worked for the BC Science Fair Foundation as a program manager. So you've certainly seen a lot of different aspects of what goes on, you know, inside and outside of science fairs. Um, are there any things that you've noticed, any perspectives that you've learned um, by looking at science fairs in that way and what you um may be able to pass along to people involved in science for today? Yes. I mean, to science for participants, definitely, um, you know, just do it. If you have an idea, if there's a problem that you think uh, should be solved, take a stab at it, right? Um, you never know what you'll learn and the people that you'll meet along the way. Uh, and I think that that path of exploration, like it's, it's about taking that first step and getting started because once you do (laughs) then you'll fall in love with it and then uh, that's one thing spirals into another (laughs) and then you'll have uh you know lived a very colorful life of a lot of excitement so it'll be really fun did you ever at any point as the program manager looking at the participants that are doing science Mm -hmm. fair were you able to see them and maybe see some of yourself in some of them and be able to pass along some advice that you would have loved back then (laughs) Um, so I think the participants of today have really grown uh, from what I remember back in my day Uh, when I first started science fair I was really shy and uh, you know Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to talk to strangers back then Um, and really through my science fair experience I was able to grow and uh, you know go from being an introvert to an extrovert (laughs) and so the participants of today what i've noticed um i've also chaperoned students for canada wide science fair in 2017 um and spending time with those uh you know super uh, energized students uh, i realized you know they're they're so well-spoken um the students of today are (laughs) like you know extremely conscientious and extremely um well-spoken and i'm i'm so proud of them because you know, we need more uh, leaders like them who are well-versed in science and engineering um, to be able to advocate for uh, you know, all of us. And so I think if I were to give any advice, I think it would be to uh, not worry too much, right? Uh, I think the students right now, like they have a lot of stressors, especially with COVID. Um, so mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, they don't have to worry too much about uh, everything that's going on around them and they can focus on you know their projects or uh, their interests and whatever their passions are um, and really pursue those uh, there's a lot to worry about later on in life and so yeah. uh, you know worrying <laughs> just means you know suffering twice uh, there's a famous quote on that so uh, <laughs> I wish for myself um, back when I was a student that I worried less about results and you know 
focus more on enjoying the process. Right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me, a stranger, uh, in this uh, podcast. Um, And it is certainly, you are totally right. You know, the kids that I have interviewed on this podcast um, seem very well spoken. And I think that that's a great sign um, for the future in being better science communicators, which is what Science Fair enables you to do. And it helped you become a better, uh, not just science communicator, but a better communicator in general, giving you confidence to go off into the world and, and do lots of tangential things that may not eventually be in the place that you started, which was microplastics, which I find so cool. Uh, well, Jessica, we're just wrapping up this podcast. Um, are you ready for some rapid fire questions? Absolutely. All right, Jessica, where do you get your best ideas? Probably when I'm on my walks. <laughs> so just observing nature around me. Um, tends to be able to spark some new ideas and new thought processes that help me solve problems. Wonderful. Do you have a favorite walking spot? Uh, just near my place in Richmond. Um, there's a Garden City. It's, it's about a 50-minute walk um, along, I guess they call it a park, but uh, it's kind of a big field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one. What piece of media, a book, a movie, or a video game has had the most influence on you? Ooh, this one's hard. Um uh, I I do really like Harry Potter. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe that one. Um, yeah, it's hard to pinpoint one, but I have watched that several times. <laughs> well, you know, Jessica, Harry Potter is the classic uh, epitome of the hero's journey. And we started off this conversation with you being the reluctant hero, not wanting to enter science fair. So you were kind of like Harry Potter, you know, uh, kind of being the reluctant hero to save everyone in, in the Potterverse. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's, yeah, the journey of... Um, a, a young boy who is able to, you know, unveil and like really realize their potential, uh, which I think is yeah. really what science fair has enabled me to do and other students as well. So, uh, uh and last one, what, uh, future advice do you have for science fair participants? Stay curious <laughs> and yeah, just try things. I guess you already answered that. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Yeah, I um, really think that students just keep on uh, staying focused and staying curious about what they, uh, the problems in the world, uh, you know, we'll all be in a better place because of them. Awesome. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Let's Innovate. Uh, if people want to learn more about your company that you're working for, where can they uh, go and learn more about it? Sure. Uh, it's Clue. So K-L-U-E. We're a competitive enablement platform. It's a super great company. <laughs> and uh, we just raised our Series B. So <laughs> there's a lot of uh, new product features and launches that will be happening in the next few years for our awesome customers. Wonderful. Well, and if you want to learn more about science fairs, you can visit the website, sciencefairs.ca. And you can follow us on social media at Youth Innovation Showcase on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm on there too, Michael John Unger and Michael J. Unger on Twitter. All right, folks. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Until next time, let's innovate.